Reminds me, hearing Becca sing reminds me of how much I'm looking forward to confirmation this year. And I have a wonderful confirmation class, and it's good. I can't wait for that class that begins this week. Will you join me for prayer? Holy and gracious Father, we know that you've given us tongues to praise you. And you've given us a tongue to, to proclaim your good news to one another. We ask that you would use my tongue. That you would speak through me to this congregation. That we might have a good word, a good word from you. That points us to your son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. I think I told you last week that in all my years of Reformation, I had never preached on the uh, epistle of James, and now I'm preaching on it again, two weeks in a row. I'm a little nervous about that. Let me read to you, though, from James chapter 1, verses 23 through 25. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. Have you ever been in a house with lots of mirrors and good lights? good lighting. Isn't that a terrible place to be? You're looking around at all those mirrors and you go, oh wow, now I know where all those ice creams have gone. <laughs> or you look around at that mirror and you go, what's my dad doing there? <laughs> my hair is grayer than I thought it was. I try to avoid such places. Instead, I like the mirrors that don't reveal everything. I like the mirrors that hide things. I like carnival mirrors <laughs> that make you taller and thinner. Those are my type of mirrors. The only problem with those mirrors is that they're not true. They don't proclaim what is true. My wife, Jamie, is a mirror of the first type, of the revealing type. In her face, I so often see how I'm doing as a husband. When I'm loving her, I see a face that radiates love. When I sin against her, my sin appears in her face. When I sin against her, I see her tears, tears that I've created. At those times, it's, it's hard to look at that face. It's hard to look at that mirror. I'd rather leave the room. I'd rather just say, get over it, so I don't have to see myself. And yet, if I look away from the one whom I've hurt, I've also turned away from the one who might forgive and who loves me. I share this with you because last week, James told us that, that God has given us good gifts, every good and perfect gift, James has told us that, that we have new life through the word of God. We are his first fruits. We belong to God. We are chosen by God. It's pure gospel of what God has done for us. And yet there's a problem. The problem is that there's a disconnect between who God has made us and what we actually do. 
Whereas verse 22 says right here, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. In other words, there's a disconnect. God has made us his own. God has made us his children. God has made us his first fruit. That's what's been declared to us. That's what we've heard. But that's not what we do. That's not how we act. That's not how we're living. There's a, a disconnect between who God has made us and what we actually do. In other words, the problem that James is saying is that we don't see ourselves as we really are. We don't see ourselves as, as God's first fruits. We don't see ourselves as, as righteous in Christ. Instead, we, we do the opposite. We're like a man in verse 23 that, that looks at himself in the mirror and then after looking at himself goes away and, and immediately forgets who he is. That's who we are. That's the problem. And there's two consequences that James mentions that happens as a result of this. When we forget who we are, there's two things, two consequences that come up. First, we don't care for the widow and the orphan. And this makes sense because if we've forgotten what has been given to us, if we've forgotten that God has delivered us when we were orphans, if we forget that, then we'll forget the orphan and the widow. If we think all of life is about getting and gaining and, and having more and more, then we won't give. We won't share. When we forget who we are in Christ, what God has done in loving us and rescuing us, when we forget that, then we won't rescue the lowly. We won't rescue the orphan. We won't rescue the widow. Or... If we forget the power of God's word, the word that, that makes us, that gives us birth, as, as James said earlier, that, that, that makes us believers, if we forget the power of God's word, the power that, of speech, if we forget that, then, then our words won't be words that, that speak of life, that, that give new life, instead they'll be words that condemn. When we forget the power of, of, of words, we... we we don't proclaim God's glory. We don't share the message with our neighbor. So there's a disconnect that James is mentioning. We're forgetting who we are. We're forgetting what God has done. All of us have done that. I have a friend of mine who, who well, before that. And so the question is, what are we to do, right? What are we to do to, to, to remember who we are? What are we to do? I have a friend of mine who, who's a wonderful Christian man. We talk a lot on the phone. And like all of us, he has sin in his life. And, and he has sin and sin, and, and he'll share his sin with me. I share my sin with him. Well, at one point, he came to me on the phone, and he just was filled with despair. He said, you know, you know my sins. I keep doing it. I, I just... I'm so lost. I have so much despair. I, I don't, I can't overcome it. I 
Don't think I'm really a Christian. So when I look at myself, I just, I'm just not a Christian, I don't think. I sat there and I, and I didn't know what quite to say, but then those words, when I look at myself, I don't think I'm a Christian. And, and the only thing that came out from me, because I was just, I didn't know what to say, but I just blurted out, I said, well, stop looking at yourself. If looking at yourself makes you not think you're a Christian, stop it. And I said, look at Jesus. Right? Because that, that is, is, is what defines you. Look at Jesus. Stop looking at yourself. Well, that's what James is saying right here in verse 25. He says, but the man who looks... So the first person who looks at himself, is like, who doesn't do the word, looks at himself and forgets what he looks like. But then in verse 25 he says, but the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, and can he, continues to do this, continues to look into that law that gives freedom, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. Now, at first glance, these words are scary because you're going, law? Law of freedom? I don't want to look at the Ten Commandments because when I look at the Ten Commandments and I look at myself through that lens, through that mirror, that's a scary thing. I think I'd rather be naked in a well-lit room with lots of mirrors around. I find that funny, but I guess... (laughs) I'd rather do that than look at the law, myself and the law. But that's not what James is saying here. Because the law, what is the law, the perfect law that gives liberty? It's not the Ten Commandments. It's instead, if you go down to chapter 2, verse 8, it says, if you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you're doing right. And when you think of that then, you can think then back to Romans 8, 2, that says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Or Galatians 6.2, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. In other words, James is saying, look at yourself through the mirror of the law of love, or more specifically, look at yourself through the law of Christ. Look at yourself, see yourself in the mirror of Jesus. That's who you are. See yourself in the mirror, the lens of Jesus. Now, this can be a painful sight. Because when you look at, at Jesus and you see yourself through it, you realize, yes, I'm a sinner. And yes, because of my sin, Jesus died on the cross. And I think about the, the pain that I create in my, my wife by my sin. Looking at the cross is even more painful. Realizing that my, my life, my sin, has, has caused my, my Lord and Savior to die for me. That's painful. His punishment is my punishment. His death is the death I deserve. That's a painful look. And yet if I look away from the one I've hurt, I've also turned away from the one who will forgive. The one who says, Father, forgive me for they know not what they do. And this is where then the liberty is found. For in Christ's mirror, his mirror is not made of glass and silver. His mirror is made of flesh and blood, righteous flesh and blood. His mirror does not simply reflect my sin. His mirror reflects his grace and truth. Even more, Christ's mirror creates things new because when I look at myself through the mirror of Christ, I do see his death, but what else do you get to see? His resurrection. 
And standing behind Christ, you get to see yourself, that new you that he is creating. That new you that is righteous. That new you who he's preparing a place for. That new you that will one day have no more sin, no more pain, no more doubts, no more death. Seeing yourself in that mirror, you do see Christ's death, but you see also his resurrection and your new life. Look at that mirror. That's the, the mirror. That's the law of love, the law that gives liberty. Look at yourself through Christ. I'm reminded of that Lutheran hymn that I can never sing because it's a, it's a Missouri Synod hymn and, and those Missouri Synod hymns are boom, 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 boom. Right? I've always said they're, they're almost like hymns to train Germans to march into Poland. I know, I know, they're terrible. I mean, at least the Norwegian Scandinavian hymns are all like la da 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 da. I mean, they're happy. Instead of God loves us. I mean, I, I don't know. But but forget the tune for a moment. And I'm not gonna sing it. Yeah, yeah. But the words are so beautiful. I know that. Though in doing good, I spend my life I never could, atone for all I've done. But though my sins are black as night, I dare, not, I dare to come before thy sight, because I trust thy Son. That's what James is saying this day. As you look in your mirror, See yourself in the light of Christ, and there you can stand before God, knowing that even though your life is filled with sin, that's not how God sees you. He sees you instead through Christ. You are righteous. You are holy. You, are his. you have a new life. You have been rescued. His word has made a new you and has promised a future, an eternal future with him. See yourself through that mirror, James is arguing. Look at yourself through Christ. Oh, there's liberty in that mirror. Now, of course, as we see ourselves through that mirror, we still do not see ourselves fully. Apostle Paul tells us, now we see through a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now, as we look, we do see in part. But there will be a day when we see in full. Now we see our sin and much sin. But then we will see perfect righteousness. Now we see our old Adam. But then we'll see the new me and the new you. The you that God has created in Christ. Oh, the liberty of such a look. Are you a hearer of the word more than a doer? Yes, I am too. Stop looking at yourself. Look at yourself instead through the mirror of Christ. See that you're God's first fruit. You belong to him. Be who God has made you to be in Christ. Love as you have loved. Rescue the orphan and the widow. 
and speak words of eternal life because you know those words of eternal life because they've been spoken to you. And so share them with your neighbor and send out missionaries to go to the ends of the earth. Speak the words of life, the words that are Jesus, his death for you. In Jesus' name, amen.